0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates. On today's show, we are going to preview the high school girls sectional and talk to the five coaches that are left in our area with games on Thursday night. Our first stop is going to be Beaver Dam High School where we check in with the Golden Beavers head coach Tim Chase. He's got a Division I a sectional semifinal against Germantown on Thursday night. That's a game you can watch on the DailyDodge.com video stream and also listen to on 95.3, that's 95X, in the Dodge County area. Then we're going to head over to Marshall High School. Doug Pickert's squad uh, will be in a Division Three sectional semifinal. They will host Lodi over at Cambridge. We'll talk to Coach Pickerts about that. Then we head down to Division Four where Chad Kaufman, The head coach at Randolph will join us. His squad's the number two seed in D4 as they will host Crandon on Thursday night. Also in Division 4, we will also uh, talk to the head coach of Waterloo High School. The first time ever Waterloo's girls have won a regional championship. They will hit the road and head to Mineral Point for their matchup on Thursday night as well. And down in Division 5, we'll check in with Deb Hutzler, the head girls basketball coach at Rio, as the Rio Vikings will head to Albany for their D5 semifinal. If this is the first time you've downloaded the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report, thank you so much. We have shows every Wednesday and Saturday during the prep season. Best way never to miss an episode is to subscribe at your favorite podcasting site. Also, like us on Facebook and follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. You can also keep up with everything going on in prep sports across the region by visiting the sports tab at dailydodge.com. I work for Good Karma Brands in Beaver Dam. That's WBEV 95X. That's 95.3 and also DailyDodge.com. Check out all the latest going on in prep sports over there as well. We're going to visit with the Golden Beaver head coach Tim Chase as Beaver Dam gets ready for Germantown Thursday night. That's going to lead things off here on this Wednesday edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. I've got a math question for you. When you add tolerance, subtract prejudice, and multiply efforts to treat one another with respect, what do you get? Less division and school sports have it down to a science. Looking for an example of what can happen when we realize there's more that unites us than divides us? Look no further than high school sports in Wisconsin. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the
1: Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association.
0: The Beaver Dam girls basketball team drew a number three seed in their division one sectional and we're going to bring in Tim Chase as his squad will head to Germantown on a Thursday night. Coach, you knew coming in you were going to have a meat grinder of a sectional just your thoughts on uh, ending up as the number three seed.
2: Yeah, it's kind of what we probably deserve uh, considering where we're at so uh, wasn't really a lot of drama in there. I think both Kimberly and Germantown thought they probably deserved the one. Kimberly beat us so it's really we don't have an argument against them and Germantown beat New Berlin Eisenhower, and we didn't. So, uh, kind of was pretty much on. And I, I gave Kimberly the higher seed just because they had beat more ranked teams against the Appalachian East and Notre Dame and some of those teams. But yeah, we got to go beat the number one and number two teams in the state starting with Germantown
0: on uh, Thursday night. Coach, it almost has a, an old school feel of a tournament. You know, you, you'd go back, in, you know, in the '90s and stuff before seeding where you ended up with, uh, with you know, the top teams in the state all in one pod. Sometimes even in regionals. And you know, this year obviously things changed a little bit with the pandemic, and uh, and that's just kind of how it ended up this year with with uh, you three teams in the same grouping. Yeah, I mean, we're I mean we're fortunate we get a chance to play, so we certainly appreciate
2: the opportunity that we get to play. But at the same time. Uh, and I know it's hard this year because a lot of teams had different amount of games and things like that, and they're trying to do some different things. But I, I really do believe it's an issue that we need to address in the future. Uh, and it's not only us, it's a lot of other schools as well. Uh, we need to do a better job of splitting things up. I and mean, I just, I look at it, we played Slinger four to five years in the sectional, either sectional semis or regional final. We went back to play Cedarburg five times. I mean, when I talk to other coaches, I think the biggest thing they have problems with is that sectionals get too loaded. And then the other thing is they're playing the same teams over and over a year again. So uh, then you pick and mix, mix and match where certain teams from one count will go another way and certain teams won't. And it's like, okay, why are you doing it here and there? So I think there's some definitely things that could be fixed with it.
0: Well, Coach, Germantown has, has the one loss this year to Brookfield Central. Everybody, you know, Arnold, uh, who's been offered by pretty much everybody in the country, just uh, what's your, your early impressions of Germantown? Really good team.
3: I mean,
2: they've only got one loss. So they a very good Brookfield Central team. Uh, they're the kind of team that can make you look pretty stupid. And early, obviously, she's a high, high-level basketball player, uh, really talented. They got a lot of other kids that are really good. They got another girl, uh, Acker, who's a Division One player. Uh, a bunch of other guards that can shoot it well, and uh, they play fast. They're going to try to get us to turn over. Uh, both our losses this year, it was our turnovers that kind of seemed to be the problem. Uh, so yeah, it's
0: one of those things that we're going to have to definitely work on some things to get better. Coach, obviously you, know, you saw Kimberly once, you know, a month ago or less than a month ago. And then uh, Sheboygan North, just your thoughts on the other side of your sectional. Yeah, I haven't seen Sheboygan North at all. Obviously we played Kimberly a few weeks ago.
2: Uh, so, we'll, you know, if we did get to that game, we'd just make some, you know, touch-ups from what we did the first time and try to go. So we're totally you know, all in on Germantown that right now just because it's a team that we haven't played at all. Uh, so, yeah, we've been kind of watching them a little bit in the last month. Uh, once we got switched to D1, so we kind of knew that they would definitely be an opportunity that we could play that team. So we're not going in blind
0: by any means, but at the same time, we got a lot of prep to do and a lot of work to do on the practice court
2: to prepare for this game.
0: Coach, what are the what's the state of the Golden Beavers here as you as you head to Sectionals? Really good. You know, we felt really good about the way we played this week. Uh, I thought our uh,
2: offensively, I thought we had two pretty solid games. Uh, defensively, we didn't really love our game against Hartford, but I thought we did some good things against Slinger uh germantown's a whole nother challenge but no i i I thought we had a great week of practice last week uh i like the way we uh you know executed our game plans both games and that's really what we're trying to do and what we need to continue to do on thursday if we don't
0: have a great week of practice we don't execute what we're supposed to do we'll be out pretty quick on thursday coach chase thanks for the time and good luck on thursday night yep thanks white the Marshall High School girls basketball team is back at the sectional. This year, the Division Three sectional, as they will host Lodi at Cambridge on Thursday night. We're going to bring in head coach Doug Pickerts. Coach, uh, are your girls on the upward swing? Do you like how they're playing heading into the sectional?
4: I like how we're, we're playing. We've, uh, about the last six games, we've played pretty good
2: basketball.
0: Coach, uh, talk about uh, what you've liked about your team uh, through the regional, allow you to, you know, get that first victory and then avenge uh, a loss to Laconia here on Saturday to, to head to the sectional.
4: Well, we played a, a very tough Luther Prep team. Um, they have a six-one kid that's getting D1 offers, and um, we knew she'd cause us some problems. And she had some um, very talented supporting cast. So for a first-round game, it was it was a tough tough grinded out game we ended up winning by 18 and our our kids defense really the second half um, stepped up and then we played uh laconia on laconia about two weeks earlier it beat us up at their place uh we didn't feel we played very well and laconia is a very good team and have some talented kids there and um you know so we went into that game with kind of you know we're better than what we showed last time and um, you know, and, and I was careful too, of not showing my hand too much in the game. And, um, so we had some things in our back pocket that when we played them the second time and I thought we exploited them on what they, they were trying to do to us and our kids played pretty well. And. We end up getting the win there, so it felt pretty good.
0: Coach, can you kind of talk about uh, how your girls and your staff have persevered this year? Obviously, most unique time in a school like Marshall, who you know can't play home games and has to you know have to figure things out to do, to do different things that you normally would do. I mean, just the, how your girls survived and, and got through it and got to this point.
4: Well, going into the Laconia game, I, I felt like our kids were a little fatigued. Um, we practice during the season twice a week, once at Cambridge on Sunday morning. And at Lakeside Lutheran at seven at night, so we're almost playing three games a week with uh, two road games to go to practice. So almost five nights a week, each week we're on a bus going somewhere. And um, I thought it may, I thought our kids got um, a little fatigued, and um, so actually after we lost to Laconia, I gave them a day off because I thought that was more important than practice, and then we came back and played number two like and beat them at their place, but everything we're playing is on the road. We're usually playing at the other teams' um, gym, and I thought, uh, I think our kids have responded pretty well, and when we were practicing in our place, we were limited on what we could do, and um, so it made it, it, it made it challenging for us on utilizing our time when we were um, outside of Dane County in our practices. And I like to incorporate shooting in our practices, but when we were we were going to Lakeside Lutheran and Cambridge, we kind of eliminated that because we had to work on other things. And then when we practiced in our gym, we would do our shooting. And that. So there, there's a lot of challenges and obstacles there, but we're pretty happy we were able to get in most of our season.
0: Now, Coach, you you told me early in the year, I mean, before some other coaches I think was on the radar, you kind of felt like you knew you were going to get bumped up to D3 when it came to a scouting and such. Did you do much of that Then, kind of change gears, uh, knowing that you were going to be D3 and not D4 for the postseason?
4: Well, what you try to do is you you look at your sectional and kind of target who are the teams that you're going to play, um, kind of get film ready for them. And um, like I said, we knew we knew early on that, if a lot of these schools weren't going to play, we were going to, just like Beaver Dam, we knew we were going to get bumped up. So we, we already anticipate that. So when it did come out, it wasn't like, oh my God, we moved up to D3. We, we expected it.
0: Talking with Marshall, girls basketball coach Doug Pickertz, his squad hosts Lodi at Cambridge Thursday night. Coach uh, Lodi, a team that was on your schedule but ended up having to come off. Just uh, what can you tell us about Lodi?
4: Well, they're very physical. Um, they got a couple kids that can really shoot the ball and um, we're going to have to be able to match their um, physical play and, and still continue to play our game. And, and um, we played them last year at their place. It was a very physical game. They have a lot of those kids back. Um, so like I said, I think it's going to be a, a grinded out game. Um, a lot of half court um, sets. I don't, I don't see either team getting a lot of transition stuff. So it's it's who's going to uh, be able to handle the physical play better because I think our kids play pretty physical.
0: Coach, other side of the bracket too. Obviously one of those sectionals with uh, you know, loaded with ranked teams. You got Lake Mills and Prairie Desheen over on the other side. Just thoughts on those two squads.
4: Well, I, I first of all I think our our sectional is is probably the most challenging of the of the four of the four and not take away some of the other teams, but um, you look at Lake Mills. Um, They're loaded with seniors. They have size. They have shooters. We beat them by three at their place uh, two weeks ago, just under two weeks ago. And they actually shot a half quarter down three at the buzzer, and it hit the front of the rim. I thought it was going in. And and they're very talented. Brandon's done a great job over there. Prudishin has been building over the last couple years, and they lost uh, Platteville in the sectional semis I think by about twelve. And uh, they're very talented. They got kids going twenty a game. Um, you know, it, it's a tough sectional. I, this, the this um, teams that are in it are all have some talented kids. And but every sectional that way, I mean, everybody has that gets there is, is pretty talented. And um, so I think uh, who can play consecutive games at a high level is going to going to walk away um, successful.
0: Well, Coach Doug Pickerts, good luck to you and your Marshall girls as they get ready for Lodi on Thursday night in the sectional. Thanks for the time. Thanks,
4: Wade. Thanks for having me on.
0: Let's head to Waterloo High School right now, and for the first time in school history, the Waterloo girls basketball team is heading to the sectionals after taking down Wisconsin Heights uh, by a bucket in their regional final this past weekend. They'll head to Mineral Point on Thursday So we bring in head coach Gabe Haberkorn. Coach, just to kind of talk about the excitement uh, for your team and your school and in your city and your community for uh, uh, finally getting to sectionals.
1: Yeah, we're pretty excited. I mean, it, it, it's it been a long time coming. Um, first one ever, we're pretty excited about it. I know the girls are pretty excited about it. So.
0: Can you kind of talk about the run uh, through the regionals and what you liked about your squad that allowed them to punch their ticket uh, to the next level?
1: Yeah, you know, they were teams that we've seen before. Um, going into it, we, we knew each one of the teams. We've been scouting them all year, and like I said, most of them we've played before. And then, you know, we just had confidence knowing that we could beat them. And that's what really what drove the girls forward. And we had a goal in the beginning of the season it was to reach the regional final and to win it for the first time. And, yeah, I think that knowing those teams and having seen them before, I think they really have the girls confident going into it.
0: Coach, so do you prefer playing teams you're familiar with? I know some coaches like like the kind of the challenge of unfamiliarity. But uh, did did you like like going in and like your matchups that you had uh, from the first time around?
1: Yeah, well, we a few years ago we you know we, we were playing that way my first few years, or we weren't playing the teams in our sectional. Then we we changed that a couple of years ago. Like let's start playing these teams. Um, we would go to meetings and. We just went, we wouldn't have the record that some of them would. We felt that like we could beat, beat some of those teams in the regular season. So we changed that a few years ago. And, you know, I, I think you can, you know, it's a tip for a tat on either side. I don't really think. Yeah, I don't know if you're going to have, you know, a different, you know, outcome if you play them in the regular season or not. Um, again, like I said, I think you can take the good with the bad on both sides. And I don't know if it really had any major effect. I just think it gave the girls some extra confidence as we were going into that weekend.
0: Now, Coach, you know, we talked earlier this year, but if somebody's not familiar with Waterloo, you're a squad that's had a lot of different girls contribute to your team this year and your success. Can you kind of talk about your roster and what people will see if they uh, you know, can, can get to watch Waterloo girls basketball?
1: I mean, it, it starts with those seniors. Um, Jocelyn Wolf and Skylar Powers are, are two big seniors. Skylar the team is scoring. Um, and Jocelyn is just a really tough down inside defensively and, and does a lot of good things for us. It's a, it's a big rebounder for us. I think right now Jocelyn is, is fourth in the state in block shots. Um, She's got really quick hands and can get off her feet really quick. Uh, Skyler can shoot from anywhere, and, and you know, she's our best free-throw shooter, so, you know, we can put the ball in her hands when we need to. Um, then we got Giselle Zimmerk and Kaya Albrecht, who round out that senior class. Giselle puts in some big minutes for us when so we need her. And Kaya's probably the biggest cheerleader on the bench for the girls. Um, then we got Alyssa Ballman, who is our junior. She comes and she, you know, she plays great backup to jocelyn and stuff like that she's got a really good motor and offensively you can start to see her develop this year um then you, you know you to the big class of the sophomores uh, you have julia ace um, we missed her for a couple weeks during the season uh julia comes in and uh, she can shoot the basketball she's very athletic she's probably our best playmaker i guess you could say um She's tough off the dribble. Then you have Sophia Schneider, who has probably one of the smoothest strokes around, um, gets the rack, and she's six foot, and she can handle the basketball as a guard. Um, and, you know, She's just tough to defend, somebody tough to defend her. And then you have Ava Janky. Ava is probably the biggest unsung hero we have uh, on our basketball team. She handles the basketball a ton for us. Um, handles most of that pressure and um, really gets after it defensively. Uh, probably takes a lot of pressure off of other girls on the basketball court, and you know she doesn't get the accolades that the others do. I, I think she's had three and a half assists per, per uh, game this year. She's had you know ten games where she, you know she's had zero turnovers and she has the basketball in her hand all that time. So, well then we got Maddie Webster, and, and Maddie is just She's the motor. Uh, Maddie is just all over the place um, defensively for us, and you know, she's that spark we need defensively off the bench. Um, and then we have the, the two freshmen, Brenda Heber and Tess Blundell, and yeah, you know, they've played some big minutes, especially here uh, against Deerfield this weekend and and down this stretch. They played some big minutes for us, um, and we're really excited to see their development as we continue to go on.
0: Hey, Coach, uh, you got Mineral Point going to the top seed on Thursday night. Uh, just your thoughts on Mineral Point.
1: Um, I, I don't think it's, you know, this will be our third trip to Mineral Point um, since I've been here, and I don't think they're any different than than they were the previous two trips. I mean, they're good. Um, I mean, basketball is God down there. So it's going to be a tough trip. Um, they got some shooters. They, they can play defense. Uh, so it's going to be a tough trip. It's going to be a tough trip for us.
0: Well, Coach Gabe Habercorn, congratulations on the regional championship to you and your program and your school, and good luck on Thursday night as you head to Mineral Point for the sectional semifinal.
1: Thanks. It, it feels good. Uh, the girls are still celebrating, I think. Um, we're excited to be here, excited for a chance to keep moving on. You know, just like Jimmy says, survive and advance.
0: The Randolph Girls basketball team is heading to the Division Four sectionals on Thursday night as they host Crandon. I'm gonna bring in head coach Chad Kaufman. Uh, coach, you feel like your Rockets are are on the upswing here as we, we head into the sectional?
3: Been playing well. You know, the last two tournament games against Kohler and Dodgeland came out. Our defensive intensity was there in each game we brought we brought great energy. And um, really the first half we sort of had the game in hand going down at halftime and worked on a lot of things that we needed to in the second half. So happy the way the girls are playing. The focus is there. They know what they have in front of them, so looking forward to Thursday night's game against Scranton.
0: Coach, did you kind of have an anticipation that you were going to get bumped up to Division 4 when you saw teams that were, uh, that were opting out of the season here, and when did you start preparing for possible D4 opponents?
3: Uh, it, funny story, I actually had no clue until I got a text one night. I was about to head over to the boys game after practice, and couple people let me know we got bumped up to D4. Uh went on and looked initially saw all the different, you know, pods that they had for D4 and you know what, a, a new opportunity, a chance to play some new teams instead of going the so- southwestern route where we usually go division 5. So just a new opportunity, a chance to play some bigger schools and everything. So and that's the way we looked at it. We're going to play anybody anytime anywhere. So we'll see what we got coming in.
0: Coach, we talked about a month ago, you, you clinched your conference championship for the first time in quite a while. Just what are some of the reasons that your team was able to, uh, you know, run the table uh, the first time through the trailways to claim that title and also uh, you know, roll through your your two first two playoff games.
3: I think one huge factor is the depth on this basketball team. We pretty much can go 9, 10 deep at any time. Actually brought two other JV players up for tournament time and one J V player is contributing quite a bit now on the offensive end just because she can shoot the ball and we've been seeing a lot of zones. But, you know, we try we try to play a full court game and we're gonna we're gonna try to get in other teams grills a little bit, uh, with some full court man pressure, some three quarter court zone pressure, and we'll switch it up between man and zone a little bit. So I think our depth has caused some teams some issues. Plus, I mean we have some good perimeter players, plus we have some good size in the post where we can play any style of any game, so I think those different attributes really paved the way for having a good conference season.
0: Coach, you got Crandon on Thursday night, a team that made it to Green Bay last year and actually got their game in before the pandemic shut the rest of the tournament down. Just, uh, uh, What have you learned about Crandon? What can you tell us about the kind of opponent they are? Well, after watching some film study, a
3: very aggressive team, guard-oriented, um, not the not, a tall, statured team, but a lot of guards that are great with dribble penetration. They're really good with their movement off the ball. Defensively on their perimeter, they really, really try to push the tempo a little bit, and they have a lot of ball, pr- extended ball pressure. If they get out in the open court, they're going to look to you know for their primary break. But the thing is, I mean, we'll play that way too. So I could see a high scoring affair, but we're going to try to lock down on the defensive end like we have the past couple games and make it as difficult for them as possible.
0: Coach, you look at Crandon, then on the other side of the bracket, you have Michigan, who's ranked number one. You've seen this in a few sectionals where you have kind of like three of the top five teams have been locked into one sectional, just kind of the way things fell this year?
3: It's the way it is, and the thing is, the past couple of years, in our D5 sectional, it seems to be that way the case. Last year, it was Blackhawk and Fall River, who were you know obviously the number one and three and four ranked teams all year, and stuck in there. It's just the way it is. We know we have to play who's ever put in front of us. We've played two solid games and if we're lucky enough to get by Crandon, we're going to have to face a great Mishikot or a St. Mary Catholic team. But the girls know, one step at a time, one game at a time, our entire focus is on Crandon right now. and being prepared and ready to go on Thursday night.
0: Coach, did you have to fight for that two-seed and save the three-plus-hour bus ride?
3: Yes. That that was a major factor. It actually came down in the seeding meeting where Crandon challenged us. It came down to a tie in the uh, when they challenged us, but then everything reverted back to how we were originally, and we were originally the two. So was really, really happy to get another home game and some home cooking on Thursday night. I know our fans are looking forward to it. Um, we had a great student section last Friday and Saturday night, so hopefully that really brings the energy a little bit. And it's something these girls haven't really seen all year, with the energy from the crowd, so I'm happy they get to play in front of an atmosphere like that during tournament time. Well,
0: Coach Chad Kaufman, good luck to Randolph on Thursday night in your D4 sectional as you host Crandon.
3: Appreciate it. Go Rockets.
0: The Rio Girls basketball team has qualified for the sectional as they head to Albany on a Thursday night for their sectional semifinal. We're going to bring in head coach Deb Hutzler. Coach, uh, just uh, state of the Vikings right now as you get ready for a sectional semifinal.
5: Yes, yes, we're very excited to be getting to that next level.
0: Hey, what have been some of the keys uh, to your team here down the stretch? I think you've won three in a row heading into this one, and uh, what have been some of the keys to your successful season?
5: You know, we just come into the gym every day trying to get a little bit better um, with every facet of the game, Um, you know, and our focus in the games is to try and win the game within the game, so to speak, so – that's what our focus stays on.
0: Hey, if somebody hasn't seen Royal, can you kind of talk about your roster and the young ladies that have been contributing this season? looks like you've got quite a few kids contributing.
5: Yes, we do have a very balanced team this year. It's nice to nice to have that uh, little bit of relief there. We've got uh, two seniors that lead our way, Captains Sarah Hagenow and Adeline Hutzler. Uh, both have been on varsity for four years now, um, starters for three. Um, Addie's ad- averaging... Double digits, pretty close to a double-double, so she's a pretty uh, vital player for us. And then uh, Kayla Stavnis is going to lead the junior class, along with Ashley Lamkey, uh, who's another starter for us. And then Emily Logging would be the sophomore. We've got Emma Freeman coming off the bench, along with a couple of freshmen as well. Um, Lexi Marble and uh, Brooklyn Dis Charles and uh, Bailey Dobratz also gives us some good minutes.
0: Coach, do you like your regional? You played in the regional against two teams that you actually saw earlier this season. Do you, do you like having uh, having teams that you're familiar with as you get ready for a playoff run, or, or do you like having maybe some some unknown and having to prepare for a squad?
5: Boy, that's a tough question. <laughs> um, playing the same team three times is definitely not an easy task, especially the ones, I mean, though, uh, those two that we had, um, that was tough. That was really tough because you just know each other so well. It doesn't really matter what your record is. You just know the ins and outs of the programs and what the kids do. And you just come to play. There's really not, you know, the nervousness around that with playing an unknown team. So, honestly, I can't tell you which one I I like better. Coach, uh, you go down to Albany,
0: a place where you picked up a playoff victory a couple years ago. Just uh, what can you tell me about the Comets?
5: I think they're going to be a very fast-paced team. They seem to be a team that likes to press and get up and down the floor. They pass the ball well. I know they got a couple of sharp shooters. Um, I don't think they have a whole lot of size, so we should have an edge there, but um, I'm looking forward to be a real exciting and competitive game.
0: So what are some of the keys for your squad if they want to get that victory on the road and move on to the sectional final?
5: I think we need to keep our focus and take care of the basketball. You know, focus at the task at hand and not worry about what's next. We just got to keep our focus each possession um, and then start putting our – our little victories together throughout the game.
0: Well, Coach Hutzler, I appreciate the time and good luck on Thursday night. All right, thank you. There are no words to describe it. The isolation. The boredom. The loneliness. If you're wondering where your teenage son or daughter's spirit went, you're hardly alone. The past year has been devastating, especially for them. But here's the good news. They might just find it again playing high school sports. Workouts that stimulate, teammates and coaches that care, the sense of belonging so many of us have been missing lately. That's what school sports are all about. The sense of achievement is real, and the camaraderie is hard to beat. Coping with uncertainty is difficult, but school sports can help the teenagers in your family start feeling like themselves again. Encourage them to give it a try. High school sports, it's so much more than a game. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. That's going to do it for this edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. We need to thank all the coaches for joining us here today and you for downloading the program. Again, good luck to all the teams that are taking part in sectional action. And the boys' tournament continues on Friday night as well with regional semifinal action. You can watch the Beaver Dam game with Germantown on the DailyDodge.com video stream. You can do that tomorrow night. Mike Tronson will have the play-by-play on that one. You can also listen on 95.3, that's 95X. And also, again, check out all the latest uh, sectional results at DailyDodge.com on Thursday night. Again, until Saturday morning, my name is Wade Bates. Thank you so much for listening to the South Central
5: Wisconsin Prep Report.